Hello. Hello there. Hello, cuties and cutie identifying people. <laughs> cuties, cutie identified uglies. Calling all cuties. I asked recently if I could start um, a professional email with calling all cuties, and everyone said no. So yeah, I mean. I think I, I think it just depends on the profession. Like I could do that. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I, even yeah, then yeah, yeah. I think like the bartenders would be like, is she having a stroke? And yeah, I mean, something like that is happening, but, um, yeah. and you should be concerned if you get an email that says Wellness calling all check. cuties. <laughs> Wellness, <laughs> calling all cuties should be, it's, it shouldn't be like on Instagram. Like it shouldn't be like, if you say like, I'm going to cut myself like that, <laughs> fine, whatever. Like probably you're not going to. But yeah. calling all cuties should be like, whoa. Calling a wellness check. That's the that's it. Yeah, for me, it's definitely like if I'm like, yeah, like I'm just thinking about like, I don't know, for um, this arbitrary like Sunday afternoon, I think I'm just going to take on like a giant baking project. Like, yeah, that's the same vibe. It's de- that's definitely more concerning than me like saying I'm going to kill myself. Totally. Because as I have tried to explain to people <laughs> Me saying I'm going to kill myself is merely it's a it's 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 like a verbal tick or a you know it's nothing completely agree. It's just an expression of like a mild frustration if if anything. So it's one it's time I was nothing... reading about um like the vernacular of GIs in in World War II and they were like they said um fuck so often that it merely indicated a noun was the next like it merely indicated they were about to say a noun he's just like me for real like <laughs> yeah. that is that's like they were like two on a match everything two on a fucking match thousand fucking yards stare. let's go okay all right that's all it right. we are exactly like world war ii soldiers <laughs> i have often said that's what when we for- say like we were born in the wrong era we're not talking <laughs> about like we don't want to be 60s glamazons. We want to be fucking 19 years old dying of dysentery in the Pacific Theater. <laughs> I smell a TikTok fucking trend. <laughs> right now. Um, okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast <clears throat> where we predict uh, TikTok's hottest new trends. Yeah, we're we're actually in the vanguard of digital media. I would say that's true. It's something you might not know about true. us. If you're a I new listener, you, if, if you're an old listener. If you're a new listener. If you've been listening, you absolutely you know You absolutely that. know this. In your bones. You know this. In your bones. <laughs> you follow us on Mastodon. <laughs> If you follow the graveyard that is our Twitter account, then you will obviously. <laughs> oh my god! I literally forgot we have a Twitter. Account. Yeah, no, I don't touch it, but uh, it's there. I don't know, um, Kelly. How how the hell are you? Back freshly back from yeah, back from LA, back from Walla Land. Um, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I literally hit the ground running. Back from Walla Land today is my first day off since I got back. And, um, it has gotten like increasingly difficult to get out of bed just off tiredness, not like any, like nothing weird. And (laughs) just like my body being like, you have to take a break at some point, but today is that break. Congratulations. And I'm glad you're spending it with me and our listeners. Literally 
<laughs> just as a callback to what I said moments ago, I was like, I should make a pie today. Mm-hmm. 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 Something, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How are you, Lillian? I'm doing okay. Um, thanks for all the well wishes from our listeners. Um, I'm doing just fine. What's happening? Um, yeah, just vibes. Um, just trying to avoid doing my academic work, which has been pretty successful. <laughs> um, thank you. And... Um, yeah, that's really it. That's all. That's all she wrote. But um, but loving every second of it, you know. Live, laugh, Just love. Just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. Um, do you have a service story, Kelly? Um, well, just to say, <laughs> um, uh-huh. in LA, I had a truly great time in LA. Um, fun city. I. The service is markedly worse, and mm. uh, I don't know if that is because most people in New York either experience anxiety or have, um, like, anxiety by proxy because of, you know, the people near The nature you know, of, yeah. Or if, yeah, the weed... Thing. Mm. not really sure what it is but like the lackadaisical attitude um was unfamiliar to me yeah i know what you mean you know the 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 slow approach the slow burn i mean literally i was like oh you have to flag like it's like being in asia like where you're like to get service you have to like raise your hand and they don't have ice cubes in LA. <laughs> it's crazy. Nary an like ice in, cube in, on the case. In London. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but I did hear some interesting information about one of LA's mm. most prominent restaurants. Do tell. Which I would like to tell. Please. Um, which is to say, so this is Kismet, which is, I didn't actually go to, but is a, is a big restaurant. It's a big deal restaurant. I've been there. Yeah. So... According to my sources, last winter, because they do tip sharing front of house, back of house, the front of house was like, listen, you have your reputation, you have your, your, your prominence on our backs, and we're not seeing the reward. Like, we're not getting, you know, if you, again, in New York, if you work at EMP or you work at, yeah, I don't know, some big restaurant, you're going to be making 400, 500 bucks a night. Yeah. They're like, we're not doing that here. And so they're like, we need, as collectively as the front of house, we need to be making more money. The owner said, okay, we'll give everyone a $5 bump to their base hourly pay in the front of house. Great. Good compromise. Then they just, in the midst, in the midst of opening a new fast casual chicken restaurant, which first of all die first okay. of all popeyes exists so yeah. just don't even try Fuck it. right off okay don't even try it um they sent out an email times are really tight inflation ingredients cost more 
we are working so hard to keep the restaurant open and we simply cannot afford the agreed upon raise for everyone in front of house so we're actually docking everyone's pay two dollars an hour so effectively a three dollar raise from what they were making last year which is so insane because it's like what as we always discuss with owners it's like okay what you're saving by docking this pay is you're gonna have to spend out on training half a new staff because like I would not stay at that job y'all the simple disrespect it's so fucking disrespectful and I'm so like congratulations and fucking well done to the workers of kismet for asking for what they wanted for like organizing and getting their shit and this is a fucking slap in the goddamn face as you all obviously know not saying leave your job not everyone has that luxury but like fuck that so fucking much the greed is it's like this constant expansion at everybody else's expense constantly 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 it's also like just truly on a on a basic math level the idea no, of like, I, oh, inflation, ingredients cost more. Like, it is much easier for a restaurant to amortize or whatever, whatever is the correct word for this, the cost of inflation than an individual. Because you're yeah. already buying in bulk. You're already buying from, you're buying from the direct suppliers. You're buying from the farms. It's much easier to figure out a way to fight against inflation and keep spending less on food than for an individual who can only go to the store. And most people can only go to the store that is closest to them and have no way of being like, or don't have houses large enough to be like, I'll just go to Costco and get like, most people don't have a chest freezer to say, I'll go to Costco and get 80 pounds of chicken and just put it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Like it just No. It's, the justification is like, okay, well imagine that applied to me as an individual and it's much worse. Well, also obviously they're morons because <laughs> and not saying you don't deserve a five dollar raise, but a five dollar raise is like very significant. And yeah. everyone deserves that. But these people are clearly so fucking bad at their jobs. Yeah. That they can't look a little bit down oh we're we're opening two new restaurants or whatever the fuck they're doing how's this math gonna work out you fucking idiots you're not good at your jobs you suck <laughs> yeah you no actually leave. a five dollar raise is like it's kind of crazy like if it's i had a gotten lot. a five dollar raise i would be like holy shit like that's kind it's, of a crazy bump and it is like huge what was the plan there was no plan there was no fucking plan they have no idea what they're doing no. ever God, it makes me mad. I swear to fucking God, everyone who works at these places is a thousand times smarter than every fucking manager, than every fucking owner. I'm not fucking kidding. Okay. I've been up for many hours and it's 10 (laughs) a.m. I've been up for many hours. Uh, Smoking cigarettes and listening to records backwards. Okay. (laughs) A beautiful picture in the Oregon dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
well, thanks for sharing that fucking piece of news. And, uh, you know, always, uh, if anyone ever wants to, you know, help, we can, we're happy to help spread the word or air grievances, as we've said before. So, uh, feel free to, write I mean, it is, it know. is my greatest joy in life. Yeah, no, it's so fun for us. So, I mean, we don't enjoy your horrible news, but obviously whatever we can do to help, uh, even if it's just petty, you know, happy to provide that service. The pettier, the better at this point. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not petty. That's a real fucking thing. So God damn, keep yeah. us posted. Oh man. Ooh, all right. Uh, take this sweater off. Oh Need God. It. I forgot it's three hours earlier for Lily. I should have, I should have saved this story for an <laughs> evening record. She's like getting all hot. My acupuncturist was like, I came in, I didn't say a single word really. And then he was like, let's get rid of some of this heat. And I was like, okay, you're getting me. You're picking up okay, what I'm buddy. down here. Okay. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. All right. Um, what, uh, what happens now in the podcast on the show? I think, yeah, we can just start talking about our topic. Oh, well I do have, um. <laughs> Um, my, my dream I wanted to tell you about. Oh, yes. Kelly would like to share a dream. Um, so our topic today is St. Patrick's Day, um, we love, which yeah. is, you know, shortly approaching. And we wanted to prepare you guys for the traditions <laughs> and traditions um, of this um, hallowed, hallowed holiday. Uh, and I had a dream last night that um, I was like on on vacation, maybe like upstate or something. And Lillian had sent me like a bunch of books from the University of Oregon library and that you like <laughs> mailed them to me and you're like, use these for your research, um, which is amazing <laughs> because our research is literally usually 20 minutes of Zoom, like, separately. And then, and I was like, okay. And in my dream, I would took them out onto like the lawn of wherever I was staying and put them all out. And like, um, and then it started to snow and I was like, oh, no, the books. And then I went out to collect them. And I realized, like, people had thought <laughs> that they were for taking. And that some <laughs> some of the books had been taken. And I was like, oh, no, Lillian's going to be so mad at me. And oh, no. I was like, is there a way I can, like, cover this up? Like, is there a way I can hide what I've done? You know, I was really, like, in, in panic. Oh, no. Yeah. That's so scary. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Am I? Sc I'm. I'm scary sometimes. No, I mean, I don't think you are. I think it's just I. Wor I like. I. I. I worry that I'm. I think I. In my mind, I'm more irresponsible than I actually am. I think that's true. I think that you're self-conscious that you're you're very irresponsible, but in in reality, that's not really the case. <laughs> I mean, for example, if you did send me books, I wouldn't put them out on the lawn. No, you wouldn't touch them. You would be like, I'm not. They're staying in this package for <laughs> yeah, a few days. True. True. maybe i'll open it out of guilt the day before yeah true or something but i certainly wouldn't so lay fine. them no 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 no. i can't see you hauling books to the lawn <laughs> to the lawn you know <laughs> i don't know sorry <laughs> whatever it is the woods i'm not i'm honestly not sure it's not clear to me okay well thank you for sharing and uh all the um psychologists out there feel free to <laughs> interpret uh, as you'd like. Um, oh, also before we start, would like to say that <laughs> not really a big deal, but uh, we we were obviously uh, watching with great anticipation about the um, 
you know, the Lodi union election with the restaurant workers union, um, which they did end up losing, uh, by a very, um, small margin. Uh, and they are, um, I believe, yeah, they're, they're, they're filing, you know, with the NLRB, um, alleging a lot of union busting, which <laughs> sounds like there was a lot and, uh, pretty egregious, um, quite obvious and insane tactics that I was like, what is this? The fucking 30? Uh, yeah. Crazy. Um, but anyways, we obviously mentioned it and then, <laughs> uh, newsletter, which we enjoy family meal was, was, uh, perhaps made it sound that we didn't we weren't in support of this union but we are obviously in support of unionization and i don't even need to mention this but it was just a funny thing that people were like so what's the deal do you hate unions lillian at 7 a.m last week no nobody said that but um a nuanced take about the reality of organizing in restaurants does not mean we are anti-union for restaurants yeah, I think it's just to say, even without any union busting, which there will be anywhere that you try to organize a union, there are challenges that are particular to this industry, and that's all we want to talk about. And that <clears throat> I think it's naive to think that every challenge to organizing a union is going to come from the bosses. Like, yes. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice yeah. if there was like an organized proletariat and there was all a clear, we had to do was overthrow uh, yeah. the bosses. But that's a not your enemy. No. Yeah. It's not a. Yeah. That's what makes it hard. Um, but anyways, I don't even need to say this, but I did. I'll probably cut that out. But anyways, obviously, solidarity and, uh, you know. As we said, there's no losses. This is um, totally. This is a continued fight, and every little bit, you know, adds to that. So, anyways, hope everyone's getting rest and taking care of themselves after that, because that's a lot of fucking work. Um, mm-hmm. As is this podcast we do every week. You know, about mm-hmm. the same as a as launching a uh, a union campaign. I, I would say the hours we put in. I mean, it is blood, sweat, and tears, and not the band. Okay, spinning wheel. Got to go round. <laughs> this week we're talking about <laughs> oh, Ride boy. a Painted Pony. Um, <laughs> so beautiful. Beautiful, Lilia. I don't know what kind of radio persona I'm trying to channel. I'm not really sure, but I like that. It, it's recognizable, so but I can't thank you. name it. It's <laughs> no, recognizable, no, but unnameable. Same, same, same. Okay. Um, we are talking about St. Patrick's Day, and then every time we do an episode like this, we're like, oh my god, isn't it weird that we've never done an episode about this? And then I'm like, literally can't remember if we have, and then will not check if we have. I don't think we have. Um, also, anytime we do something that's vaguely similar, like, we are completely different people than we were four or five years ago. So it's going to be a different episode, so don't worry about it. 100% true, and yeah, like, probably you've forgotten, we've certainly forgotten, and um, <laughs> who cares? And who cares? Bottom line, who cares? Um, yeah, so St. Patrick's Day, you know, Kelly and I love, you know, the general sort of 
I everything, mean, honestly. Yes. It's, it's, you know, you it's like, you know what it is when people say, oh, I hate Dan Patrick. It's like the, the now we've established of people saying, oh, what's the sports ball on TV with the Super Bowl? It's dumb. It's dumb to hate on Yeah, a you big... can say public drunkenness isn't my favorite thing. Sure. I don't. It, uh, <laughs> I'll turn around and walk away from yeah. you, but you can – I'm just kidding. I'll leave no, the obviously, <laughs> obviously, it's it can be an obnoxious holiday to work. It can be an obnoxious holiday to be around if you are sober. It can – it's uh, – okay, all of those things said, I get it, sure. Sure, lots of dudes are annoying and drunk. Don't care. That happens at, uh, you know. Yeah. Every Sunday, you know. Um, oh, because of I don't know. I'm in a college town. I'm like, what's like, the day what kids get drunk? Sundays? I don't know. Because I don't of football. Know. I forgot. So, I forgot. Because I forgot. that's what I'm thinking. Football. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, anyways, but, you know, it's great because um, it is actually connected to something uh, real that isn't coursing through Kelly and I's veins, but it also is um, a lot of stuff is just made up. So yeah, it's... it's- the best of both worlds. Completely agree. It's the perfect <laughs> it's the perfect celebration because also it means like you can say almost any like it really is um you can say almost anything and say, "Oh, well my parents did this for us growing up or me and my friends do this." And it's like, "Great, that's now St. Patrick's Day." That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a I mean, an inherent collectivism woven in to the fabric of St. Patrick's Day because it is a made-up holiday that Irish people invented in the United States to be like, we have a thing. Yeah. And uh, thankfully it's know. not scarred by, like, weirdo Christopher Columbus being a rapist. So and- true. The Irish diaspora we love. And I think... Uh, well, I mean, the only thing I would say that is sort of similar to that is, like, I feel like there are some struggles within a few St. Patrick's Day parades that could be... Blackface? Are you referring to blackface? Well, n- that would certainly fit with what I'm <laughs> describing, not, and not specifically, but um, I would say, like, the exclusion of some... I feel like there's been like an LGBTQ exclusion for oh, a for parade, sure. or, and also obviously cops. We get a lot of Irish cops. A lot yeah, of there's mix. cops. Obviously, the Catholic Church mix. itself is quite bad. Yeah, I mean, put those in one column for right. sure. Um, I do think like all the all the white people who were at one time not considered white should have a special holiday. Like, why don't That's Greeks so have something? Well, they have, they're doing, they're doing sort of like a covert feast thing at some, at all times, I feel like. Well, yeah, they, they delay all their holidays by, because they do like Orthodox. So they do, they delay their, all their holidays by like two weeks. They're not. But I would love like a holiday in which, um, what's the cheese that you light on fire? Oh, I have no idea. What? It's really good. I forget. The cheese. Um, anyway, I'd love a holiday to feature that prominently. <laughs> Quite prominently. I mean, I think, you know, 
I think it would kind of cover all bases if we could rent out some cheap carnival rides. We have some stands with fried food and then just sort of say, come one, come all who were once not considered white. Yeah. Buy a raffle ticket. Yeah, that would be great. I would love that. It might turn, uh, I could see it being sort of turning, you know, I mean, it, it, it could be framed out of context, much like sometimes our words are. Yeah. But to that, I the same energy we bring to this podcast, I say, go fuck yourself, because that's not the intent. The intent is for me to eat different dips, <laughs> different kinds of dips. And drink a lot. Okay, I, I, can I tell you something that I, I didn't know about St. Patrick's Day that I learned oh, yeah, today? <laughs> no, I truly didn't know this. And because, I mean, this is the, you know, they're keeping our history from us. You know, this which is why I didn't know this, honestly. But um, I didn't know that it had anything to do with the timeline of Lent. Oh, because it's right in the middle. Because I guess it's, now this is what I got, that it was sort of, obviously there's this struggle with, you know, Catholics, Protestants going on 16, what, 1600, 1700, 1600. But that they were like, we'll give you a break. And St. Patrick's Day is that break? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is supposed to be the break from Lent. So you can like. Which is really funny. Lent is only 40 days. And that they're uh, yeah. like, these fucking fiends. These fuckers cannot hold out. They, they gotta not handle it. Like, just... It's like there's a German holiday that's like... Um, and I forget what it's called. And Germans are obviously also very Catholic. That's just like... I think it's 20 days after Easter. And they just have like another beer festival that's like... <laughs> Remember how we were doing Lent 20 days ago? That sucked. <laughs> Yeah, let's kind of take a take a load off. And like we'll um, double cuz like they have their Easter celebration and then like 3 weeks later they're like, "Wow, we really held out for so long during Lent. Let's get fucked up." It's like, "Yeah, I respect yeah, that mentality." I do too. We shouldn't we don't need to treat ourselves so harshly. You know, we've all been through Yeah, well St. Patrick actually in in historical fact has the Protestant had not been invented. Protestantism had not been invented when he lived because he lived in like the sixth century but basically what happened is he was a roman who was kidnapped by gaelic uh invaders slave or whatever he was enslaved he brought catholicism to the northern part of ireland then anglo-saxon raiders on ireland re like the kind of spreading Catholic movement, Anglo-Saxon raiders brought paganism back. Then that the th- Anglo-Saxons became England. They brought Protestantism. Then, because he was, then he was anti. Then he was like, now I'm about this. Well, he became like an Irish national symbol after. But the he wasn't. But he and he was yeah. But he was like the pagans get fucked. Yeah, he was like the pagans get fucked. Yeah. Which, not his best moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really problematic, actually. <laughs> it is, literally, though. It is. That makes me sad. 
Okay, sorry. That's sad. <laughs> That's literally sad. like I was again researching St. Patrick's Day traditions and they were like soda bread and someone in their like some mom blog was like, oh, soda bread is a famous, like one of the more famous Irish foods and certainly associated with St. Patrick's Day, but actually was invented by um, indigenous people in the United States first. And I was like, okay, so that's just called simultaneous development. It's not that Irish people appropriated soda bread from indigenous people in the U.S. Just multiple societies discovered this leavening agent. Much like uh, different uh, cultures, people have flood stories. You might also think that they have also thought about bread. <laughs> yeah. You might Indivi- Separately. You might Separately think. sort of coming up with these sort of, I swear to God, it is a dark time to talk about anything. You know what I mean? Um, soda bread. What are your thoughts on soda bread? Uh, you know, I think I've made it. Yeah. I've certainly had it. And this, these are my thoughts can't remember a single thing about it it's fine it's very it's dense you soup you have it with a stew is is what i remember it's it's quite i don't dense. like I don't, it's um because obviously soda is the only chemical leavener in it and no yeast um it is yeah you put a lot of butter on it and then have it with soup you doing corned beef brisket got a little brisket i mean i love brisket Sure. It's the immigrant way. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, yeah, I'm for me, yeah, as I said, like a shamrock shaped cookie. That's the good thing also about again, <laughs> holidays with no real basis, you can just throw cookies in the mix. Like a frosted yeah. sugar cookie covers all your bases because And you're like we've the holy trinity as shamrock Da, 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 da. Here we go. But any any holiday that's not really doesn't have like real like Halloween is a perfect example. Like, okay, cookies and candy. Great. Like I'm gonna be happy. Right. You're gonna see you're gonna see a happy Kelly eating a little sugar cookie. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. Colum- the Italians might think about that, but they're so bad at desserts. So this is their real struggle. Uh, or the, you know, I the Irish don't seem particularly good at desserts either. Now that <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think. I mean, like, I don't know what I can't an Irish think of a single... It's got to be pudding. Pudding. <clears throat> yeah, custard. I'll do a custard. I'll do a custard. Yeah, I mean, St. Patrick's Day on the whole. I, you know, I think it's fun to, like I've said a million times, I love holidays just because it's a just a slight change from the everyday no matter what, energy-wise, you know. And it's like, I always drink a Guinness on St. Patrick's Day. It's fun. Guinness is really good. It's so good. I had a stout the other day, kind of on a whim, and I was like, this is so fucking good. And you know, you can, well, this isn't maybe like, (laughs) 
it goes down real easy. Much well, they're, easier. They're really light beers. They're like really in, light, and the bubbles are very, they're very, very small. So it's just like a very smooth, easy. It's just a, such a pleasurable drinking experience. It's so different than the beer that I normally drink. That yeah, I was like, this Guinness is what rules. they recommend. Like if, um, like nursing mothers give like colicky babies because if you drink Guinness, it's a low enough ABV that just a little alcohol will get into your breast milk and that puts the baby to sleep. I don't know if they still recommend that. Yeah, I don't I can't think that they do, but <laughs> now that um, I'm saying it out loud, I can't imagine a doctor who again is also recording a TikTok. Is smoking a cigarette and <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it's, um, it's a little bit it's a little bit um yeah, your doctor, you walk into the office, they immediately shut off the recording of their iPhone and then they say get get, get into a six pack. Wait uh doesn't guinness also this now this sounds like my mother's health facts which are always (laughs) like my mother's health facts are like oh it's okay um for us to have ice cream for dinner because it actually has a lot of calcium and protein totally actually ice cream is a great choice for a snack because of the calcium it's like what the fuck are you talking about totally anyways um but it sounds like yeah in my head guinness has like iron or something i've heard that too i think that's true because okay. people say like guinness is part of the way that the irish survived the famine is that it sure. has like enough nutrition in it that it's not bad to drink this is our know. culture kelly this is our culture this is our narrative this is our fucking this is it this is passed down this is folklore this, kelly. Is, folklore. this is folklore this is folklore it literally is. Everything about St. Patrick's Day is folklore because we've all just made it up and put in our own bullshit every year and it's just fucking origins that have been bastardized, but it's all it's all authentic, man. And it's just all it to is. say, I think like I feel like a lot of people are intimidated by Guinness. And a lot of stouts like can be quite like rich and syrupy and intense, yeah. but Guinness is so dry and light. If you've ever been intimidated by drinking it, do not be. Go crack Look, one open. You know when I'm it's really a- good after a run? Ooh, delicious. Interesting. After a long day uh, in the field, mm-hmm. that could mean either you're doing research or you have a farm. Mm-hmm. Have, have a Guinness. I think uh, I, I'm, I'm a Kolsch Pilsner girly through and through. We Obviously. all know this about me. But I will say that it is, I feel that a Guinness or a Stout, certain kinds are more, they're more similar to that, to a Pilsner than like an IPA, uh, certainly an IPA or like a half of like an ale. Like I fucking throw a fucking bottle of ale in the garbage. Do not come near me with that shit. Genesee cream ale. I would rather so many things. I would rather a punch in the stomach. I know, please. That's also helpful. I heard when you when you so when you f- first trimester or someone punches you in the stomach. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you throw yourself down a flight of stairs, you <laughs> will have a miscarriage. <laughs> this is all I. This is all Irish stuff. This is, this is Irish. Irish culture. This is Irish. Um, and I, I, Kelly, you are such a you are such a beautiful specimen of an Irish woman that it's like truly. To be black Irish is like such a gift. Thank you. That you've been given. Thank it's you. It's so special. And your hair, you have a sort of like, right now I know it's just like messy, like 
whatever but it's very like gibson girl it's like I'm yeah it's a, a little full... gibson girly it's in a claw clip on the I, top of my head. I was trying to maybe do a gibson girl over the winter but then i just realized i was just like mentally ill and i was like don't try to do that um sorry um, that reminds me of um <clears throat> a list that i have looked at before um <laughs> before recording this podcast today um and then we can uh stop this deranged episode but um this is from the website is called irelandbeforeyoudie.com. Okay, I need to bookmark that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, go ahead. Um, it is a list of the top 10 most famous Irish people. Okay. Ever is the headline is top ever. 10 most famous okay. Irish people ever. Never been updated. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so who would you like guess is on the list? Can you kind of give me just a little bit more information as to, like the aesthetics of this website? Um... It is okay. The list was compiled in 2019. It is um, we're we're font. dealing with colors, font. It's it's bare bones. It's not quite bare bones, but Ads. it's not well made either. It's I'll okay, send okay, it okay, to okay. you. Yeah. I was just wondering if it was like the like the ones that we found for like the mafia ones where like bullet holes are in the background. <laughs> I like, wish. I literally okay, okay. wish. And it's okay, called number ten. Go ahead. Yep. Enya. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Number nine. Oscar Wilde. Okay, I'm glad that he made it above Enya. That's number eight. Reassuring. Yeah. James Joyce. Who is described? Eight, James Joyce. Eight, eight. eight. Who's described, okay. by the way, as just influential writer. <laughs> I would say so. The inventor okay. of modern, the modern conception of anyway, mm-hmm. whatever fiction. Yep, but yep. no, no, eight, eight is a great eight, place on this solid. chart. Yeah, yeah. Seven. Agree. Mary Robinson. Wait, who the fuck is Mary Robinson? Ireland's first female president. More famous than James Joyce. Clearly. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Number six. Katie Taylor. Who is that? Inspiring female boxer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. (laughs) Skipping a couple. (laughs) Number three is Liam Neeson. How would you guess Liam Neeson is described? Star of Taken. Acting sensation. I mean, those are the same thing. So, yes, I agree. Agree. Number two. Acting sensation. Okay, yeah. Conor McGregor. Okay. Controversial fighter. Yes. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then who would you number one God, most famous Irish person so, ever? It's gotta be it's gotta be fucking it's gotta be fucking uh, Bono. It's Bono. Yes, yes, it's Fuck Bono. Yeah. I knew it. You know what tipped me off is honestly the way this progressed. There was no other. Option <laughs> it. it was no other option. He wasn't even on my mind. I didn't even have him in my fucking. No, he wasn't even in the list transom. Started- the list started attacking. I was like, okay. Okay, okay what are we building up hit. to? What are we building up to? 
we're building up to Bono. I can't. That list is that is culture. That is <laughs> that is folklore, my friends. <laughs> wow. Sit wow. Your... I feel really. I feel really connected to our people. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of Katie Taylor, what she went through. <laughs> the inspiring and female boxer. I can't believe it. Good good on her. And you know what? We were like, let's do a dumb episode so we can do uh, accents. We haven't done a single accent this whole time. We've had it we've had a lot going on. This is actually serious to us. It's not a fucking <laughs> Yeah. We said accents and then we realized how deep this issue goes. This is really important to both of us and our identity and like sort of our you know, like our own, our own personal and cultural narrative. So it's it's not a fucking joke, and it's not just another holiday for you to get drunk and throw up in the street <laughs> and make a joke about how dumb Irish people are because that's actually the Polish are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Polish people. Okay. Everything I learned about um, ethnicities I learned from reading Mad magazines from the seventies. So one hundred percent. You know, dumb mix, dumb Polacks. You know, I got, I know it all. I know all of the fucking stereotypes that were only uh, that are fifty years old. So <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming and some biases changed. against Hungarian people that are yeah. almost completely <laughs> yeah. unjustifable. In the yeah. Oh, the dirty Italians. I mean, that's still so funny to make fun of it. We we know that's been the that's been the fun one for a while. I it, it always I hope it remains. I that. know. Why did Italians take the L that way? But I'm so happy that they did. Oh, it's so funny. Um anyways, okay. Well, uh was this a good episode? TBD. Quite <laughs> The fans will let us know. Uh we do have a new patron. Kathy? Caitlin. Caitlin. Caitlin, you're on our top 10 list of favorite patrons. You might be Irish, unsure, but if you are, all the better. Welcome and thank you. Um, we are late in putting out our episode. Kelly was uh, doing um, some research for the podcast in LA, so that's why it's been late. Um, but we appreciate your patience and putting up some videos. I don't know. Newsletter uh, this week newsletter we're doing we're doing it all for you um the more things i have to do for my thesis the more content you get so it's going to be ramping up um <laughs> soon uh, we'll have a twitch but, channel yeah if, we're gonna have a 24-hour streaming service, <laughs> just wait um we're gonna move into the big brother house but just the <laughs> um thank you all so much for listening uh please review rate and subscribe send in a service story do whatever you want. We love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.